Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here because if you are listening today on Thursday, September 19th, the day that this is released, I am officially 30. Yeah, 30. And I'm pumped about it. Saying goodbye to my 20s in a fresh new decade. I'm so excited. And I've got a saucy little episode to share with you today. But because it is my birthday, I thought it would be kind of fun to do a contest for today's episode. Nothing crazy, but I just wanted to say thank you for helping me get the message out about this podcast because holy crap, it's growing like crazy. So all you need to do is on Instagram, go to your Instagram stories and share a screenshot of you listening to this podcast. Maybe share one of your favorite takeaways or a quote from today or why you just think someone might vibe with the show and tag me at Keisha.Fitzgerald and I'm going to pick two winners and I'm going to announce them on Monday the 23rd. Okay, that's all. It's going to be a fun prize. Why not enter? Sounds like a blast. Since I can't be with you on my birthday, I thought this would be cool. So as I always think of you like a girlfriend who's sitting across from me having coffee or drinking wine. Actually, today we're definitely drinking spicy margaritas because I'm 30. Yo, (laughs) I want to dive right in and let's do the damn thing. So when I say I'm 30, you might be thinking, oh, me too, girl. I'm 30. Or maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm almost 30. Or maybe you're realizing you're coming up on a different milestone in age and you're starting to have an opinion about where you should be or what you think you should be feeling at this particular age. And what I want to talk to you about today is instead of all the things that I've accomplished by 30, I thought it would be really impactful to share with you what I thought success by 30 would look like because spoiler alert, I don't have any of the things that I thought I'd want by 30. And you might be able to connect with that feeling regardless of your age. And I also want to share what I think success looks like now for me because it's so drastically different. And of course, because it's me tangible things at the end that I think might hit home with you. So let's dive in. First, what I thought success by 30 meant. I thought to be successful, I was done having kids because you know, you can't have kids past 30. What? I thought I would have two kids and I would be completely done by 30. I'd be married. I'd be living in a house that I owned that was perfectly decorated. And I was always like making muffins or something for my family. I was working on house projects. My house was somewhere outside of Seattle. So I'd still be close to home. I was raised a little north of Seattle in a town called Woodenville, Washington. And I just envisioned my life like making dinner for my family after getting home from my like $250,000 a year salary job as a VP of a company where I was well-recognized and always was, you know, sitting in important business meetings. But somehow I was also traveling a ton for work and I wore fancy pencil skirts and heels, but still showed up at my kid's school so that all of the teachers knew that I was an active class mom and I was adored by them. And I was giving back to the world in a massive way and everybody knew about it. And I was in this thriving marriage and I just pictured that my hair was like always perfectly done too. And I honestly (laughs) don't know where any of that came from because that's not how I grew up at all. But 
I noticed a very interesting theme about everything that I wanted at 30. It was so much more tied to other people's opinion of me. And now that I'm 30, I legit have none of those things that I just mentioned, but I've never felt so happy or fulfilled in my entire life. So I don't own a house. I actually live in downtown San Diego with my fiance, Sina, and our dog, Lizzie. And boy, do I love calling my landlord to fix things in the condo that we live in. I have zero interest in buying a house right now because I'm not quite sure where we want to live. And I don't really enjoy house projects, nor have I ever enjoyed cooking. So it's funny that that was in my initial vision. My fiance, Sina, cooks all of our meals. We live in San Diego, a place that we wanted to live. And we moved into San Diego in July of 2018, simply because we love it and we purposely wanted to be outside of our comfort zone, away from where we grew up so we could grow and just evolve more as humans, but still be a short flight away from family and some of our best friends that still live in Seattle, a decision I would have never envisioned. Oh, and when I say we, and I reference my fiance, please note that we just got engaged on the 4th of July of 2019 after 10 and a half years of dating, something that I would have never imagined that I would be okay with. But instead, I'm so excited about the life that we're building together. And the funny thing is, I also would have envisioned that I would be okay and not just okay, but so happy and excited to support both of us financially for four years when we lived in New York City while Cena went to dental school. And I didn't have a ring on my finger because I didn't care about having a ring on my finger, but I could have never imagined that I wouldn't, right? And this business that I supported both of us with, I built it online, a business that I couldn't even have envisioned that I would be passionate about. And I was in love with the feeling that it gave me, the feeling of contribution and freedom and excitement and getting to help and serve other people, not the title that it gave me. And while I do make over the salary that I envisioned that I'd be making by 30, it's not because I'm wearing fancy clothes or traveling for work or attending like important fancy business meetings. Often my business meetings are done via video calls on the couch with my dog. (laughs) My hair is rarely ever done for work. I don't even own a pencil skirt and we don't have any kids. And when I think about that vision that I had for 30, even just five or six years ago, there are so many things that were external validations that I wanted. These checklist items and accomplishments or accolades, the titles. But what I find so much more important now is the questions that I'm asking myself regularly. What's it going to feel like in that life? Is that what I want to feel like going through life? Not what it's going to look like to others. Do I actually want those things? Like in my heart, is that what I want? Or is it what, you know, society has constructed me to want at a certain age? Is it right for me? Or is that someone else's prescription of what success should be? Those questions are so damn important. And they're questions that I ask myself for any decision now, questions that I wouldn't have even considered asking myself when I had this elaborate vision in my early twenties of what 30 would be like and what success would be like. And honestly, I also think I've learned a couple of other things that could be really impactful. And so that we're not here for like 20 million hours (laughs) instead of sharing 30, I'm just going to share three. Number one, when you get self-aware, life is better, right? When you can actually ask yourself what you really want, the vision that comes to mind for you is for you. 
right? That vision that initially comes to mind when you think, what do I really want? What is life really going to feel like? I believe so freaking strongly that you've got to figure out what you actually want. And that involves getting self-aware. And when you figure out what you want, then you get to figure out how to live that life out loud. And that I believe is why you're here. But the crazy thing about this that I didn't understand in my early 20s that I understand now is that my vision won't look like anyone else's, even my best friend's vision, right? Which is why I don't think everyone should be an entrepreneur. I don't think everyone should follow my path. I don't think anyone should do anything at any particular age because we all have completely different paths and different growth trajectories. And some people's vision in their life might involve being like a killer mom and a present stay-at-home domestic goddess of a parent who is like Pinterest queen of the world. And that's amazing. I personally was not given that vision like at all. I've never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, nor was I gifted patience or domestic skills. I've changed very few diapers, honestly, probably less than five in my life. But maybe you or your sister or your friend was given that vision to be a killer mom and a domestic goddess of a parent. And we need her showing up. We need her living a life that she's excited about. And hey, maybe her vision will also change when her kids are 18 and outside of the house. That's great. We're constantly evolving people. So that should be expected that our initial vision is not going to stay with us for forever. We're going to change. And maybe for you, your vision is more career focused right now, right? You've got huge plans with like an organization or a company that you want to grow and help flourish and employee programs that you want to implement and all this stuff. And that's awesome. Go get it, girl. Just because someone else has a vision of being a stay-at-home mom, if that's not your vision, that's totally cool, right? If you want to prove that you can go work in the corporate world and be a mom and parent the way that you want to that's on your heart, we need you. We need your example of you showing up, living out your vision. Or maybe your vision is more similar to mine. And it's more of like an impact goal that you don't really actually know now that you're close to you know, getting into your 30s and you're like, holy crap, what am I doing here? Maybe that goal feels kind of daunting, but it's because you feel like you're gifted with this crazy potential. And sometimes it's overwhelming trying to create a new lane for yourself or charter a new path. And to you, I say, I get you, girl. And maybe you don't know how or when you'll get to your goals. Maybe you don't quite feel equipped to handle your path or you maybe, honestly, you don't even know what the F you're doing sometimes, but you learning along the way and sharing that journey will help make you confident. And it will also inspire other people to put themselves out there too. So yes, girl, yes, we need you. But remember, just like you are given that vision and maybe it looks like nothing I just mentioned and you've got a completely different vision and that's awesome. But your sister, your friend, your coworker, your neighbor, she's got a different vision on her heart. So let's be the women who choose to celebrate other people's visions and understand that we all have different feelings for how we want to approach life, different things on our heart that we feel called to show up for. And shaming someone else for not having your vision seems, honestly, I'm just going to say it because I'm 30 now and maybe I'm more blunt, point blank rude to shame another person, but it's also an unnecessary use of time and energy. So understand that when you get self-aware of what you actually want and that initial vision that comes to mind, that is in you for a reason. And I believe strongly that you figuring it out how to make your life, you know, about living out that vision is why you're here in the first place. So that's number one. (laughs) Number two, I believe clarity comes from action rather than sitting in it and just feeling stuck. 
I think this was a really important lesson that I've learned in the last couple of years. But if you pay attention to what pumps you up, but also what drains you, that's helpful. But nothing brings clarity like getting off the cookie cutter path and doing something. And I say that with so much freaking love because I get it. And sometimes it's hard to start something new. But really think about it. If you're doing the same thing day after day, driving the same commute to work, eating the same lunch, hanging out with the same people who think the exact same with the same backgrounds, the same socioeconomic income levels, education levels, doing the same thing every single weekend, going to the same people's house, having the same conversations. Not only is that going to potentially create a kind of boring, lukewarm life, but it's not going to expose you to anything else. So shouldn't you expect that you're going to feel stuck? Maybe we decide that because clarity comes from action, we've got to talk to some more damn strangers. We've got to consume different content. Maybe we even consume content that's a different way of thinking than us. So we're not just seeing everybody that thinks the same way as us because that offers an interesting perspective. Maybe we go to more events or concerts or take random classes or, you know, not just for your career, but just classes for things that you're excited about. Go to a weird fitness class, message that stranger on Instagram. And honestly, We're just more aware in the process that yes, we have to pay attention to things like, this is kind of a tangent, but I think about this all the time with my grandma. She once told me when I was feeling really confused about what my path was to look for the things that bother me, not in a negative way, as in like looking for all these things that bug me so that I'm this negative Nancy, but sometimes in a world where you want to make change, it helps you with that direction part um, when you find and pay attention to the things that bother you, like social injustice or environmental issues or human rights or animal rights, something that bothers us can help us feel excited to take action and get outside of our comfort zones and try something new because we're damn passionate about the topic, which means we can get connected to more people. And that clarity of what we want to do comes from action rather than sitting in it and feeling stuck. And remember that direction is so much more important than speed of arriving at a destination because we're constantly evolving humans, like I mentioned before. So get out there and take action. And finally, I believe this is like my religion. (laughs) Number three, life is rigged in your favor. It doesn't always feel like it, but looking back, Steve Jobs actually has this quote that says, we can't connect the dots looking forward, only looking back. And honestly, It's so powerful that when you look back at your life for all of the things that you thought were going wrong, that somehow ended you up where you are today. And there is some part of your life that you love now that you might not be at had those things that you wanted so badly to go right gone wrong, right? So life is rigged in your favor. And questions like, how can I grow through this? How can I learn from this? What is this teaching me? Assuming that there's a lesson because life is in fact rigged in your favor and is going to help prepare you for your next chapter so that you've got more tools in your toolbox or confidence um, or just heart in your soul or empathy for towards other people because you're going through this path where life is taking you where you need to go. If you like where you are now, you have to be grateful for the path that got you there, right? even if it doesn't look anything like like you could have ever imagined. I'm so grateful for that girl that I was that had this crazy vision and that none of it, let me repeat, none of it came, came true. And while I've had all of these freak out moments along the way about it, I'm sitting here at 30, so freaking grateful that I didn't get that life that I thought that I once wanted. And isn't that powerful? So to recap, 
when I think about the vision that I had for 30, there are so many things that externally I thought would make me feel like I had a good life, like I was successful, checklist items and accomplishments and accolades and titles. But now I think the question that's so much more damn important is what's it going to feel like in that life rather than what is it going to look like to others? Do I actually want those things? Are they actually in my heart? Or are those things through the lens of society's standards of what they think I should want? Is it right for me or is it someone else's prescription of what's what success should be? Ask yourself those questions, girl. They're so damn important. Questions that I wouldn't even considered asking when I was in my early 20s and I was just trying to fit into this mold. And number one, when you get self-aware, life is just better. When you ask yourself what you really want, that vision that comes to mind, that vision is for you and it's not going to look like anybody else's. Number two, clarity comes from action. Don't sit in analysis paralysis, girl. You've got lives to change. You've got a vision to live out. You got to get out of your own damn way and make some moves. Nothing brings clarity like getting off that cookie cutter path and trying something new and being scared and sucking when you start, right? And number three, remember at the end of the day, life is rigged in your favor. I can never tell you what you should be doing, nor should anyone, what you should be doing or wearing or thinking or striving for at age 30 or 40 or 50, any age for that matter. I can't answer that for you. That's in you. Your vision's going to look different than mine. But I can tell you that everything that I've done in my life, where I listened to these tugs at my heartstrings that told me to do something. And I said no to things that weren't a hell yes to leave more space for me to dream and create and do things that light me up. So I'm not just planning my life away and doing things that only bring moderate joy. When I followed that, that is what got me to 30 with none of the things that I thought I wanted, but more happiness than I could have ever imagined in my wildest dreams. And girl, I am just warming up like fine wine and most cheese. I'm just going to get better with age and so are you. Until next time, thank you for being here with me today, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.